What's up and welcome to episode 47 of How Not to Summon a Podcast. As always, I'm Shini Senpai, and this week I'm joined by the Summoning Boy's very own version of a magical garment girl, Jim. The frilly bits are the best. And that guy who wishes he was the only man in the vampire ninja village, Grayson. And this week... <laughs> that silence! That silence machine! And this week we are doing episode one to six of one of my favourites, Is This a Zombie? So the genre of Is This a Zombie, it's a dark comedy, it's a harem, and it's a supernatural. It's definitely a harem. Is this our first well, harem? Is this, no, is this... Is a, this our first harem? It's not his first harem, I know that. <laughs> this isn't my first rodeo. Is this our first harem? What's the other ones? Sword Art. That's not a harem. Mm, really? It doesn't, it's, really? It's not, that's basically a gaggle. Really? It's, it's, it's not, a gaggle. It's a gaggle of girls. It is. It's a gaggle of girls. It's is, like a gaggle of geese. Yeah, but is a harem defined by how the male protagonist acts as well? No. Because obviously, if you're calling Sword Art a harem, it's not really because oh, Kirito only has... So but he only has eyes for Asuna, so it doesn't really count. What he has eyes for is irrelevant. Hmm. No, he I, has an entourage of ladies. That's a harem, right? I feel like this is an episode in itself. What do we constitute as a harem? Yeah, because it's a male with a following of females who yeah, play an also active has a following role of males. in but, the show. But in every harem we see, that male has to be clueless to the yep. The really, and Kirito's not. No. He never turns any of them down. He, he just never, makes it apparent. He sort of eventually just they clue off. on to that he's into a sooner. No, he's mm. fucking deaf. Yeah. I love you, Kirito. What? <laughs> I can't hear you. He knows. He, he knows. knows. He knows what he's yeah. fucking doing. That's the time. Wait, we're on VoIP. And <laughs> that... can... We're in a group chat. What do you mean you can't hear me? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I'll just video message you. Right, anyway. <laughs> but this is what I'm on about. So that's not Harim. This is harem. our first Harim we've ever done. To be fair, we have tried to avoid any very out there harry don't worry we'll sort that out with so, cat planet cuties <laughs> he's not wrong <laughs> spoiler for what's coming up <laughs> Friday, if you're listening cosplay please cosplay thank you so it was directed by <laughs> takamoi kanasaki well done uh not known for much else uh i did try and look him up it is this a zombie seems to be his sort of only real thing the studio that picked up is Studio Dean. They're known for doing Vampire Night, and they also did Konosuba, which is a really popular anime. Yeah, I've seen Konosuba. Yeah, really popular, really good anime as well. Another harem. And now we're going to some voice actors. So we've got Ayamu. Uh, Ayamu Ayakawa, but we'll just call him Ayamu. Played by Austin Tyndall. Why do I know that? Austin Tyndall. So he's Marco in Attack on Titan. Okay, yeah, no, I see that. And he's Gabi Gabiru. In the in my next life, I want to be reincarnated as a slime sort of thing. Garbiru, he's the lizard man with the spear. Oh, Garbiru, okay. yeah, the mouthy one. Next up, we've got Harana, voiced by Jad Saxton. That guy's a Jam Saxton. <laughs> That's a real name. I think it's a, it's a girl. 
is it? Yeah, That's probably a real name. <laughs> and uh, best known for being Megami in Food Wars. So we've had them. They've had them before. Okay. And she's also a Katsuki in Log Horizon. If you've ever seen Log Horizon, I'm sure I've no. mentioned it before. It's like a real life version of Sword Art, where but you don't die if you die in the game. So yeah, you've st- mentioned it yeah, before. They get stuck in the game, but you don't die if you die in the game. You just get respawned. Again, that's just dot .hack. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what you said last time we brought it up. Yeah, I think it might have Because <laughs> it is dot .hack the original. I haven't seen it. But it's Neither not great. unusual for me. It's not great. It's from the Yu-Gi-Oh! days. That's why I haven't seen it. And that's because Lee mentioned it. <laughs> you're like, it's going to be old. It's going to be shit. What? We're not why watching not it. Why me like that? I don't come at you, you fat dick. Actually, I'm glad you don't come at me. (laughs) (laughs) Just on. Well, if you lay down, it's going to happen. Why do you look at me? (laughs) Help me, please. The eyes widened and screamed in silence. (laughs) Next up, we've got you or uh, me. I'm not in this. Yulwood. Yulwood. I voice Hyacinth. That's, I think that's her name. What? Yeah. The Say knight. That again. The necromancer knight. Yeah. You. Oh no. Who is voiced the... by no one? So when she does, <laughs> yeah. when she does eventually Naomi speak, Naomi. Someone. No, it's um. The one in Jeremy his... Lee. It's got two. Oh, voices. I recognise that name. Arsena. I thought so. There's two voices for her, isn't there? There's the one yes, that he has, the, yes, which they always announce is voiced by. His yeah, internal... I love that. <laughs> I love his that. internal monologue. In his little voice, fantasy yeah. world. <laughs> I love that. I didn't. I didn't write that down. The internal Naomi one. something. Yeah. I feel like this is something that Sheen does as well. The little voiceover <laughs> for people. Yeah. As well. it, every girl goes ooh ooh in. Ooh Sheen, yeah. I would have. <laughs> Sometimes me as well. <laughs> no, you got ooh ah. Ooh ah. Next up, we've got Seraphim, voiced by Morgan Garrett. Not done much voice work. Uh, was Ranko in My First Girlfriend is a Gal, if you've ever seen that. Um, that's the short-haired character. Massive harem, lots right. of fan service. A gal is a chav, right? Yes. So, yeah. So the <laughs> We can just... Gals are chavs. The plot of that is that she is... They're fake tan, white ch- teeth, yes. fake nails, and... It's exactly what she is they're, in the they're anime. They're chavs, right? Yes. Big hooped earrings, leopard That's prints. That's exactly what she is in the anime. <laughs> I've never seen this Sweater show. Sweater tied around her waist. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're chavs, gals. Yes. Watch the anime. Go to Pornhub and type gal. Not putting that in. <laughs> it's, it genuinely is what will come up. It's the third time I've told you today, I'm not putting that in. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into a few ratings before we start. Anyone want to guess what IMDB gave this? A big red hot four. Two and a half. Uh, so IMDb gave this a seven out of ten. Bloody hell! And I couldn't find a Rotten Tomatoes for this, um, but I did find a Crunchyroll rating for this. Rotten Anyone Tomatoes wanna... gave this a ninety-nine point seven. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone want to guess what Crunchyroll gave this out of five? Uh, what's their rating? Out of five. Out of five. Oh, out Four and five. a half. Three point five. Four point five. Oh, Fucking nailed right. it! Yep, Crunchyroll popular amongst just like everyday anime fans. Because it's an easy watch, this thing. Yeah, it is. is God, my. You can just pick up an episode. I don't understand how you like this, but this same energy is Space Dandy and you fucking hate it. Is it? Yes, it's the same energy. Was there any really high plants in this one? I don't feel like it's the same energy. It's the same energy. No, it's not. It's the same energy. I don't feel like it is. This show comes from the same place as Space Dandy. (laughs) I feel like there's more boobies, baby, in this one. (laughs) Boobies, baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
What's up with a little skinny girl getting naked? That was yeah, a bit what weird. Yeah, what is going on with those? That was a bit weird. Just disappeared. The only nudity in the show is a skinny girl with no boobs. And... Oh, what, her and her? Sure, why not? Although I'm going to call you out on that. Are you saying if it was the tall girl with big boobs? Yeah. Well, if, the guy, if they've got one shot, one it's opportunity. Fine. She's thousands of years old. <laughs> She's a vampire ninja. Thousands of years. Yeah, that old. one you can get near all you want. That's the other fine. one's old as well. I promise, Your Honor. She's it's... ten thousand years old. <laughs> Harana is established. She as said being she a... was ten thousand. <laughs> she never ages. Everybody, everybody at the table in this anime are all much older because mm-hmm. they're all immortal. Mm-hmm. I hope that stands in court for you. Okay, it definitely won't. <laughs> I swear, she was a magical garment girl. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up in the garments. So just it's a little like, weird, Your Honor, but it checks out. <laughs> but Your Honor, I need to bring the chainsaw in with me to show you what happens. Okay, let's go into episode one. We get introduced firstly to Ayamu, the main protagonist of the show. And we see him, he goes to school. But before he goes to school, he speaks to who we see again, just on the way out, you. Uh, and he also has the first introduction to his inner monologues of you um, and how she definitely doesn't speak the way Ooh-woo. he wants her to. <laughs> he says in his head as he's walking to school how he just wants to be a normal high school guy. He's talking to the audience, isn't he? 100%. Yeah. He has to be. Well, it's an inner monologue. He's not talking to himself like that. Because he, says, yeah, he, could be he says, I used to be a normal high school. No, he does talk because he turns to the camera. Yeah. Does yeah, it? he does when he gets hit by the car. Because he goes, it's okay. I'm a zombie. Yeah. So as he's walking <laughs> home, he sees the uh, the cat. Yeah, cat. In the, he's about to get run over. Oh yeah, we see his winky, don't we? <laughs> we don't. It's caught by the sun. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that man. It's that man's hair piece. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I completely. Oh, I was like, oh, I forgot about the toupee. Oh, that let's before he gets hit by the truck, he also does tell us that he found out recently that the world was full of magic and monsters because of what he has become and then you find out instantly when he dies in front of the truck to save a kitten and he gets hit by it he turns to the camera and goes ah don't worry guys i'm a zombie and then he does that twirly thing through the air loses all his clothes through the tree Uh, three trees he goes through (laughs) three trees and loses three levels of clothing levels (laughs) it is levels look if i take off my top you've leveled up (laughs) what (laughs) <laughs> wouldn't it be levelling down I would feel that was be levelling down I've lost experience <laughs> <laughs> you're one further level in the dungeon deeper I don't want to be deeper in your dungeon I'm good <laughs> if it was your dad it'd be a different matter but... so so before get in early before... <laughs> that's what your dad said no. before dinner <laughs> I'm dinner <laughs> before anyone can run and help Ayamu, he vanishes. Then we see you for real. And she's weird character design on this one, by the way. You. They do explain it well, though, don't they? About what the with whole, the, the, the armor? armor? Well, the knight's uniform, basically, isn't it? Well, she never takes it off. The yeah. Plates. Yeah, but yeah, but you're kind of. Firstly, for a while, for a few episodes, you're sitting there and you're like, why does she wear that? That armor's going to stink, by the way. She can never take it off. Well, she goes, doesn't she wash in it? She does have. That's a bath episode. And she washes in it. Yeah. She still wears it in the bath, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. Oh, that's got a rust. Including breastplate. No, because it's not if it's... It's magical. Well, it depends what it's made Oh, of, it's a magical well. garment girl's thing, is it? No, it's no, just... No, it's just... A magical garment. It inhibits garment. her power, doesn't it? 
Yes. And we also see that you doesn't speak yet. Last two episodes, I want to say episode, no, episode 11, 12 and 13, we hear her speak and sing. Till then, you don't hear it. Well, I suppose he can't die, can he? If he's a zombie, he is literally the only person in the world that she can speak to. He can't die. No, no she can kill him as well, because... She has to infuse her power of her words with the word die. No, she doesn't infuse it, it just happens. Just happens, whenever when she, she talks, yeah. She can take away what she is given. I will give you a hint. I know you haven't actually watched the last couple no, no, of episodes, no. so I will just say she can take away what has been given. Right. Just bear that in mind for the future. Again, we get another look at his inner thoughts. Every time he has inner thoughts in this, they are perverted, right? Yeah. He just imagines you calling him what, like... Hot, sexy stud? Yeah. Stud. He calls himself a stud quite often. We've all been there. <laughs> we all want to imagine that. You're right. Yeah, I, I just... <laughs> he like, looked off into the distance then. I was just like, <laughs> you guys are like, oh yeah, that's what we all want to imagine. And I was like, no, I pretty much imagine women look at me and still go, he's fucking looking at me weird though. <laughs> There's a moment then when you gets a little bit of food on her face. He reaches over, goes to get it, and she breaks his hand. And he sort of says, even though I'm a zombie, I still feel pain. So he still feels the, all the pain that a normal person hit would by feel. A truck. Breaking your hand isn't that painful. She, I think she crushes it, right? Yeah, like... We've all been there. No, we <laughs> haven't. No. No, I, we really haven't. Touch wood, not broke a bone in my body. Oh, it's a bit late for me to touch wood. <laughs> I've broken fucking most of them. I thought... Because of your age, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. They have pills for that. Yeah. When 103, <laughs> you reach. Can <laughs> you reach 10,000 years old? We also see that you was the one who turned him into a zombie, brought him back to life, and he says he that he goes out every night looking for the serial killer, a murderer that killed him. So he's not actually doing it to help. Anybody else? He's just pissed off. It's vengeance. Yes, he's pissed Pure off. Pure vengeance. Although, actually, I little mean, bit of curiosity. In the, I, well, yeah, you'd want to know. Wouldn't yeah, you? you'd want to know. I mean, Who is, killed me? Just <laughs> walk down the street. Did you kill me? It's a great <laughs> grabbing the old man. Did you kill me, old man? <laughs> a Are you a murderer? <laughs> you got to tell me if you're a murderer. Tie him up. Put him in a barrel. <laughs> Sorry, that is a. D and D is for nerds joke. If you listen to that podcast, it's a I good don't. podcast. Listen Fuck, to it. You should. It's good. It's also a game called Soul, Soul Suspect. If you haven't played it, it's very good. What? Tie him up, put him in a barrel. <laughs> no, it's a guy that gets murdered and he investigates his murder have, in the afterlife. I have played that. It's very, it's very good. Yes, it is. Very a good, good game. game. Very underrated. I think you told me to play it as well. It's a good game. It was free for a little while. Yeah, it was free for a little while. It's the only reason I played it because yeah. it was free. I fucking loved it. Okay. Right, run through. So you is a necromancer, uh, not just any necromancer. She's a necromancer of Hades. So I guess we're led to believe that she's like almost a right hand, like the Grim Reaper person to of the devil. No, she's not. No, because she doesn't. We see um, the dog later on who takes souls that have been killed to hell. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, um, so what, I don't really fluffy. Yeah, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spot. I she, we don't really know. The Harry Potter. How... I got it. <laughs> We don't really know how high up she is, but we're led to believe that she's some sort of big deal. She's probably, um, you know, deputy manager. Deputy sort of manager. It's also another time we get a serial killer again. Like, we've had fucking four oh, parts yeah, of it in Future Diary, Future didn't we? Diary, didn't we? It's a lot God, of serial killers in animes. It seems to be a thing. Even yeah. in um, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, that guy stabbed the girl yeah. who was a serial killer. 
Spoilers for an episode we did fucking ages ago. <laughs> Spoilers. If somebody's missed that episode and yes. just come in on this one. You fucked up, didn't you? I didn't fuck up. Yeah, no, I, I said fucked it. Up. Oh, you fucked up. <laughs> Why about, no, we can talk about past episodes. Fuck this newcomer who's coming to our show late. Get to the party on time. All right? There's an episode zero. Don't fucking start there. We, we can't talk about that. We're always fucking late everywhere. We're always fucking <laughs> There's go. no we. We're always late. One person's always late because whenever someone knocks on that person's door, he's in his fucking underwear. I wasn't today, actually. No, he wasn't today. I don't believe you for a second. Completely clothed. <laughs> I don't believe you. I was naked. <laughs> Just my shoes. Socks. We were on ready. We were on level zero. <laughs> Are you going out looking for the serial killer that killed you? Yeah. No. Now that you're immortal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, no. Yeah. Well, you said, are you going out looking for a serial killer? No, no, no that kills you. That now kills I'm, you. Now Jim's I'm... like, no, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, but actually, I'll now give it I'm a fucking hot try. <laughs> now I'm immortal. Yes, I am going after. No, you know them. what he'd do? He'd haunt one of us to go and fucking. Oh do yeah, it. that'd be that'd be do awesome. It. I'd do, do that. No, he'd be like, are you gonna go yet? Yeah, I'd be like, so what do you do? <laughs> that is, I'm not summoning that boy. That's a mighty big lunch you've got. <laughs> How about finish it, finishing it and go and find that cereal? No, I want to have my lunch. Knock it on the floor. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. And to be fair, you, you know, you're, you're both sitting here doing the podcast. There's not a third mic anymore. I'm just sort of like on the side of the mic. just like. Ooh. I still wouldn't believe it's ectoplasm with Jim though, would you? <laughs> Because <laughs> it wouldn't be. So you'd, you'd be cleaning it up. <laughs> <laughs> so Ayamu always goes out every night to find the serial killer. On this night in particular, he ends up in the graveyard. He feels most comfortable in a graveyard. Because he's dead. He, yes, he's among his own kind. <laughs> go, go back to your own kind. Hot opinion here. Yes. Graveyards are pretty comfortable. No, they're not. No. Yeah. I don't ever walk into a graveyard that, and go, right. do you know what? My bed would be really good in here. No, but that house in the graveyard, right? Towards Hardwick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, li- I'm living in that. Why? I'm living in that. I'm not. I don't fancy I'm about it. it. I've seen enough scary no. movies. <laughs> keep, yeah, but you keep your friends closer and your enemies closer. <laughs> For the zombie apocalypse. I want to be ground zero. Ground zero. Point. Let's zombie. do this. I will end it before it starts. Lee's getting his zombie kill count up early. <laughs> He'd see somebody digging a grave in there and be like, shit, there's a zombie. Go out, conk him over the head. <laughs> digging up all the corpses, conking him over the head. Me and my lantern. <laughs> it's fucking no, Hagrid now. A lantern. You can't go out in the forbidden forest. <laughs> Remember, follow the spiders. Lee <laughs> to Aragon. Now that he's in the graveyard, we get our introduction like for the first time to Harana and her chainsaw Mistletane. It has a name? Yeah. Mistletane. Sure, why not? Yes. It Mistletoe. talks later on. Yeah. Oh, he hasn't got there yet. <laughs> what? Like, Spoiler. Like the sword in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? No, no, as in... That's what it does. Okay. No, it talks to, it talks to Aimu later on. No, what we hear is... Yeah. Yeah, that. Yes. Does it say? And the, what, the first time we Man. see Harana is when she's axe kicking at Aimu and you see her stripy panties. <laughs> I love that. Like, yeah. I want to comment, but I better I not. I don't want to comment. There are two types of anime fans, <laughs> and I'm not about the stripy panties. He's brought back the favourite. <laughs> Yay. Cool, it's, it's, it's been about fucking 30 it's been 10 years. I believe they call that fan service. <laughs> I believe that's. <laughs> 
That was brought up about 10,000 years ago as well. We see that Harana is trying to fight a Thing. giant monster bear. Um, they're called Megalos. So it's a meg, and, and for some reason, these monsters resemble animals in the real world. So it's except a more exaggerated, larger version. So it's a megalo bear that stabs Aimu with its fucking claws. Harana then cuts Aimu in half to cut the bear in half. I remember this because she's like, "Don't worry, I'll live on in. I'll kill it in your honor." And he's like, "I'm still alive." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Don't worry, I'll get him." Then chainsaws through him and she was like not the cleanest kill i've ever done but still i got the job and then she turns to him is like why are you still alive but turns out harana is a magical garment girl and she bends down uh one of her powers is to erase memories she bends down and one of her powers (laughs) (laughs) she bends down to choice of words erase his memory erase Uh erase 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 american erase yeah erase Erase. 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 Get rid of. Let's have a podcast. (laughs) Okay. We're discussing erase and erase, right? What is it? I think it's erase. 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 Okay, we're going with erase, the English pronunciation. Is it? I don't know. It's a summoning one. (laughs) She She goes to erase his memory and her clothes disappear. We've all been there. Do you very often have to get your, <laughs> have your clothes disappear to make sure somebody loses their memory? Yeah, I hit them over the head with it. With your clothes? <laughs> with it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's barely Don't even, act like you've barely, never been hit over the head with a toothpick. Barely even a poke in the eye, is it really? <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> yeah. Cut to back at Aimu's house. Turns out Aimu has somehow managed to take Harana's powers from her. Do we ever get an explanation to that? Because I'm not recalling no. I think we do. No. It's in the episodes later that uh, his powers are stronger and we see that part of the powers that he's given, because he's got her magic in her, her magic can take other people's magic. Oh, I yeah, I know, it's a bit of a convoluted one. And it only happens this once. <coughs> well, he only has to take her powers once. Yeah, to there's have her other powers. magical people. Oh yeah, true. And he comes into contact with other... He gropes one of them. Beautiful magical boys. What? <laughs> That's what it is. He's a magical boy. There's your new ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Available on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it on SoundCloud. I'll show the link. Harana tells Aimu that she is now going to move in with him until he gives her her powers back. I don't think so, love. <laughs> no, I'm alright. I'm fine. Do I want to take the prepubescent girl home? No. no. Good, thank you. I am good. She's hundreds, if not thousands of years That's old. That's fantastic. That's got nothing to do with puberty. <laughs> they could hit puberty at, at 20,000 years old. Could be an elf. A, a what? <laughs> could be a dwarf. You're trying to bring Lord of the Rings into this no. because I mentioned Harry Potter. I was trying to. Are you trying, bring to, in are you trying to have a world off? Because I'll have a world off because Harry Potter's better. No, it's not. It it's is. Star Wars. Well, that's just a hero's tale. Which no, is it's the story everyone. of Star Wars. They're very similar. Extremely similar. But it's just a hero's journey. It's an old writing thing. A lot of the new Ghostbusters uses it. 
Still a very good movie. Though. Really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Still a very good movie. Yeah, carry on, Sheen. We'll, we'll, Sorry. We'll so we then these. see um, a creepy guy standing in the like street. Nice. Uh, turns out he's looking for magical garment girls. Don't know why. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I go out at night in a trench I mean, I call them hookers, but you can call them what you want. <laughs> hey, you a magical garment girl. <laughs> Jim's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 30 quid, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll slip a finger in. <laughs> As he pulls on his knee-high boots. Let's do this. And only his boots. I do indeed have some knee-high boots. <laughs> it looks like puss in boots. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Pretty much, yeah. Then we cut back to the next day. Aimu at his school and we get our introduction for the first time to his best friend, Orito. And my favourite character... Because I love this character so much. Orito is what you can only equate to as a massive sex pest. There we go. Jim. Yeah. Lee. What? I'm not a sex pest. <laughs> did you just say Lee on the podcast? And yeah, I did. <laughs> the fuck is wrong I'm with you? I'm calling you out, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jimothy over here. <laughs> See, he can't even ever say my name. He can't. physically can't. I can't. I refuse to. Like, I don't hug you. It's, he, did he you see him get mad doesn't... in the pub the other day when we went out? Because you gave me a hug when you were drunk and he never got one. He got mad. Yeah. He got really mad. Do you hear this, <laughs> I don't remember that. He won't hug me. Oh, no. Never. I, I've, how long we known each other? Like, seriously, I'll, I'll put <laughs> up a Twitter poll. Right. Almost, he almost ten years? Never hugged him. Yeah, oh. ten years. <laughs> ten years, fixed. Still won't give me it's a hug. It's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, we also find out that Aimu... Can't go out in the sun. It's a zombie thing. Dries out. It's a ginger thing as well, to be Turns fair. Turns into a raisin. Uh, both of them don't have souls, so it makes sense. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I thought I was going to go with pulse. It's an old joke, sir. But it checks but out. But it checks out. <laughs> Cut, to the en- <laughs> Cut to the end of the school day, and that creepy guy that was in the street looking for magical girls turns up at the school. So does Harana. She appears out of nowhere. Turns out the guy's a megalo. Uh, not just any megalo, he's a crawfish. Yep. Why? <laughs> Why? Why have we got all of a sudden a crawfish? Because he's infecting the school with crabs. Different shellfish. <laughs> nice. Harana tries to transform and it works for like half a, a second. second. Or so, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then she's butt naked again. As the crawfish is about to attack Harana, Aimu steps in, blocks the attack. Just grabs the uh, claw as it's coming down on Harana. Turns out that Aimu, because he's a zombie now, he's able to unlock extra he strength. Can, like uh, He can the exert the full strength of being a human, whereas humans can't. Yeah, so he so, can go 100% and be I love that he calls out the percentage when he yeah. does it, though. That's so good. <laughs> 110%. Yeah, so later on he goes up to like... Four, five hundred percent. 900%. 900% or something like that, yeah. I don't know what 900% of exertion looks like. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> but I'm pretty That's certain. what they said after you used 900% exertion. <laughs> it's already dead. <laughs> it's just spitting dust. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> You're going to start a fire. <laughs> and baby burn. <laughs> Aomu ends up taking Mistletane from Harana. And for the first time, he transforms into a magical garment girl. 
this is funny, right? Oh, it's brilliant. It's not laugh out loud funny, but it's funny. It's fun. Yeah, definitely. Anybody else want this guy to fight One Punch Man because he kind of feels like an extra in a One Punch Man episode? He does kind of feel this like This feels like, like a spin-off of One Punch Man. He could have been in that top ten room. He totally could have, right? <laughs> what, an S-class? <laughs> yeah. Just an idiot. Rank number three. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Mood, the magic of Garment Girl. Zombie. They, they missed an opportunity. Hold they on. Missed a Don't we have a guy in One Punch Man that dresses up as a woman? Jim. Yes. We do, don't no, we? No, there's Puri Puri. Puri Puri, prisoner. Prisoner. Yeah. He's just a very... F- he likes to be nude. Yes. Oh, yeah. And loves men. I thought he did dress up in a garment, though. A lot. No, he likes to be nude because he gets his full strength when he's undressed or something. Hmm. <laughs> At least <laughs> I have somebody who is in common. <laughs> <laughs> Ayamu and the crawfish f- fight so much that they end up flying out the window, land into the schoolyard in front of everybody. He defeats the crawfish, and everybody at school sees him in his magical garment girl outfit. And it's they a all, pink mate. They outfit. do what they would do in today's day and age. They Whip out their phones. They, get their, the phones. they get their phones out. And call it a cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> and the episode ends with Ayamu turning around and telling us what we already know, that he is now not just a zombie... But he's also a magical garment girl. I have a question about this magical garment girl thing. Right? Yes. Why a chainsaw? Do they have like separate? I think they things? all have, Do they have separate weapons. weapons I, re- don't they? I reckon it's one the of those girl things... has a sword. Yeah, I reckon it's one of those things where you can just pick pick whichever one. You Wasn't want. she a vampire though? Uh, which the one sword. are we talking about? No, the one that got the one with the bowls of ramen. The one is that a, got is a possessed. Is the one with bowls of ramen is a vampire. The one that right? got possessed. Was not. They went yeah, to the same a, school, yeah, she so she's a, she's a magical guy. Yeah, okay. She uses a samurai. They're from the same school, aren't they? Because her head teacher comes and says, "What have you done to my pupil?" Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. I was just thinking then, right? If we're all magical get, garment boys, you get a cho- you get a choice girls. of weapon. Yeah, you get a choice of weapon. Oh, cool, right? So, what's your choice of weapon? A scrimmer sticks. Oh no, you're having fucking Cali sticks, ain't you? And a riot shield. Cali sticks? He's Cali shield. Cali sticks and a riot shield, he's running around. I did a scrimmer for like five years. There you go. What's yours? I'm, I'm going Pokemon cards. <laughs> it's, like, it's just Gambit in cosplay. <laughs> no, I meant like. No, uh, they have to be Pokemon like cards. You give him normal playing cards, he's fucked. 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 <laughs> I can't throw these. <laughs> Yu Gi Oh cards. <gasps> yes, and then I'll have them actual summon. Why did you pull out the two fingers and I everything? Think, I think you're. I think you're, <laughs> I think you're giving yourself too many powers, mate. He's like, I, I so. want to summon the monsters from the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, no, that's no. not how it works. That's, that's a magical thing. No, I can do not, that. No, you can't do that. <laughs> you have a weapon. All right. Who are you? The magical police. <laughs> <laughs> the magical garment girl police. Thank you. And what are you having there, Khan? I don't know. Is yours just like a, you know, a boom mic and no. you sit no down and do a podcast. No <laughs> you sit down and do a podcast and that, no and that's your powers. My powers? <laughs> you put no. them out and be like... My power is comedy. There we go. <laughs> so you're a bard. <laughs> so you're basically a bard. Vicious, no. vicious mockery is your thing. <laughs> you sit there and call people out. No, you've got to have something a bit more aggressive, haven't you? If you're going to, we've got chainsaws, we've got fucking samurai swords, so a stick's not going to scare anybody, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm having the Cali sticks. It's happening. What about some darts, boys? Some darts. Oh, we go back. <laughs> Yuki over here. We, we've got another Yuki in this. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So you're going with Cali sticks Cali and a riot sticks. shield? Yeah. No riot shield. <laughs> Just Cali sticks. It's not I'd, I'd have to have Nightwing. something really fucking sinister, I think. I'd have a fucking scythe. 
Oh, yeah, you'd be like a proper demon star, wouldn't you? Yeah, big fucking scythe. Magical herpes. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what Sheen is having. <laughs> succubus star. Succubus. I was, now I've turned into a succubus. <laughs> a magical garment girl. And what am succubus. I getting? I'm basically getting like a paddle or an oar. <laughs> yeah, whatever I found. You know what I'm getting? I'm getting a pitchfork. Why? Why? Because you're a farmer boy. Yeah, exactly. Sixty acres. You don't understand. <laughs> Eighty. Eighty. I'll have you know. And where? Where was that? Yorkshire. <laughs> Top north. Top north. Let's go into episode two. He just doesn't like it because I am a fellow Yorkshireman. You're not a fellow Yorkshireman. <laughs> you can fuck off. Ancestry says otherwise. Southern fucking pricks. <laughs> so. Episode 2 opens with Aimu recalling how he died and how he met you. He met you outside a convenience store. No, just... he met me when I watched the show. He was. Ju- <laughs> I was waiting for when he was going to pull that joke. <laughs> like... And uh, he saw you outside the store. And Why you like... keep pointing <laughs> at me? <laughs> he is genuinely pointing, guys. He's genuinely pointing across the table at him. And you notice he when thought, he does this, he looks a bit like Graham Norton. You, this is going to get weird. And, and you, and you. And he thought that you was attractive. And, um, well, thank people you. Do. Thank you very much. <laughs> he tries to show off and he tries to break dance for her. And breaks his wrist. Yeah. Well, I don't think he breaks it, but he just Strains. crumples it, doesn't it? And, and you thinks it's funny. And I don't think I've ever gone, do you know what, lads? I think the best thing to do in this situation <laughs> is break dance. I'd Clearly you've never been in school. I would fucking <laughs> love to see you do that in front of a girl. <laughs> Barely get words out in front of a girl. He ain't break dancing. Oh. <laughs> he breaks down. He can't break the silence. <laughs> we then cut back to the moment. Have them make the first move. The, he plays the long game. <laughs> the long game. Ten thousand years I've got, lads. Until <laughs> she hits puberty. Yeah. <laughs> we then cut back to Ayamu running away from school as they're taking the pictures of him as a magical garment girl, and it jumps a week. Turns out that he erased erased everybody's memory in the school so that they don't remember seeing him as a magical garment girl. So now question it, is it erased? See, I thought that. I thought at that point You're when he said second, erased. Yeah, yeah it, made erased. More, it, made, it felt right. Yeah, it did feel right. Does he, does he call himself a super tranny at this point? Yes, I think he does. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been. Because there. he thinks that if he can transform into his magical garment girl That's uniform, what tranny is, isn't it? A tranny it, former? Tranny Four. <laughs> he thinks that that's gonna get him into the girls' locker room. It's not how it works. Just because you really? put the clothes on. Oh, very no, careful what you say. Very careful where you go. Very careful where you go with this. That might be how it works these days. To be <laughs> that is what it is. Though. I am not touching that with fucking. I'm not touching that with him. Let alone my fucking voice. That was about thirty seconds. <laughs> Well, we've got to discuss it because he thinks that's the way you get in a girl's locker room. And when was this show made? I don't know. Well, <laughs> so I don't think it would have worked back then. Yeah, probably not back then. <laughs> it's just how subtly is it? Maybe Staying not away back from that. Then. Staying away from that. <laughs> There's a ten foot barge pole over there. I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Iomu gets to lunchtime. Iomu gets his lunchbox out because Harana has made him lunch. You made me laugh. Ah, uh, see? <laughs> and the only thing she's made him is tons and tons and tons of omelette. I'm fucking about this. They look good, don't they? I'm fucking about this. I was more about the seaweed. 
That's later on. Yeah, but it's like the Chinese seaweed sort of yeah. stuff that you get. It looks nice. But um, he has so many omelettes that he does trade them for other food as well because apparently they're amazing and the whole class want to try but, some. Yeah, they have a collective orgasm. Yes, they do. I don't remember this part. The body tingles yeah, they, they all get. Yeah, they all eat it and go, mm. Oh, <laughs> food wars then. We're watching yes. food wars. They All their clothes yeah. strip off. They strip off. That's what happens in food wars. Food sure, why they like it that much that they go, <laughs> <laughs> They do what? You heard me. They turn into a shit ghost. <laughs> 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 it cuts back to him being at home. He talks to Harana about the lunch and everything. And Harana, as he, he's made dinner for the group, Harana eats some of it and then she turns to him. Uh, she eats it really fast and she turns to Ayamu and she goes, give me more of your tasty white stuff. Yeah, mean, there's a lot of these quotes. Yes, there are. Yeah, so she means his rice. Mm-hmm. It's like I wrote this, but <laughs> like I, I, this entire anime is like something you would have wrote. Yeah. The camera then pans to the other side of the table, uh, and we are introduced to Seraphim, who has just appeared out of nowhere at the table. Uh, she calls herself the the master of the Swallow Return Strike, and she is there because she wants use help with. An ongoing battle, I believe, in her vampire ninja village. I guess no, that's she wants, right. She wants. That's yeah, what she, she originally yeah, says yeah, she's no, there yeah. for. Question: I'm the characters. No, you are right. Yeah. Aren't vampires silent? What? Aren't they silent? Don't they move silently? No, no, because of their because of their abilities, it makes them good ninjas. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, surely, just being called a vampire, then. No, because vampires... Ninjas if not... vampires were real, it doesn't mean they're a fucking ninja. What do you mean if? They're not real. What do you mean? Well, there goes my life plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your death plan. <laughs> it's an afterlife plan. <laughs> an afterlife plan, yeah. But no. Can't wait to collect on that life insurance. That's a space dandy job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sneaking them in. Yeah, no. It, that's an extra thing that you'd learn to be. What, well, a ninja's it? not just sneaky sneaky. A ninja well, what can do they use do? shurikens. It's, it's a fighting style. Great, so all I need to learn Nin- is how to throw well, shit. Nin- ninjas were a clan, weren't they? Uh, no. Ninjas was an actual genuine... A dynasty. Yeah, genuine thing. They were like protectors within China? N- uh, Japan. Japan? I, I think there was a dynasty. No, they were samurais. No. Samurais. They're sa- yeah, from same place, aren't they? Oh, I mm-hmm. don't know. Ninjas versus samurais. Samurais were from Japan, but there are ninjas. We're going to Google this. Yeah, I, it genuinely is. I think it might be time, lads. It's been a while since we've done one, but I think it might be we'll, a good one. We'll come time. back in the second part and just give you a definition <coughs> of what it, makes Jim a ninja. Wanted intermission. Music. Yeah, where's the intermission? intermission. Dun, 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 he is dun, going to Google. Dun, he's just whipping it out. Dun, 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 thirsty. Dun, 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 dun. Do you want to go get some beers while he's doing this? Yeah, go on. Dun, dun, yeah. Please stand by. The normal broadcast will be with you shortly. Oh, you could have totally thunderbursted then. Stand by for a transmission. So what was the question then? So, um... We did have an intermission, and yes... Jim's back with our definition of a ninja. A ninja is actually... uh, It was a Japanese pronunciation, or shinobi. was a covert agent or mercenary in feudal Japan. They were deemed as dishonourable as well. Dishonourable. 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 Dis. Dishonourable. I thought you just gave up in the middle of the word. Dishonourable. Hey. 
And their function of a ninja included espionage, deception, and surprise attacks. That's what it was. That's what the definition of a ninja was. But these guys were not ninjas. They're not ninjas. They're vampires. They're vampire ninjas. <laughs> they live in a village. Vampires don't live in villages unless they're ninjas. It's very true. Are you sure? Ha <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. One hundred percent. No, no, no. It, it's in ancient scrolls. Isn't like uh, Transylvania <laughs> like a village anyway? So Transylvania is in a massive area within. Nah, it's not that big. That's massive. And it's still there's big. one in America. As Transylvania well. is a massive area within the country. It's so big. It's got a hotel. It's in France, isn't it? Did you say Transylvania is in France? Oh no, I'm thinking of Beauty and the it's Beast. It's in Romania. What I think the fuck is wrong with you? I was thinking about Beauty and the Beast. How? D- which one of them was a vampire in that? I, I forgot. <laughs> I thought about the Beauty and the Beast being the Beast being the vampire. But yeah, cool. So. Move on, please, Jimmy. You. No, 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 no. You. you is, <laughs> no. Let, look, we can't put him up on his geography right now. Be our guest and fucking move on. <laughs> So you is not interested in helping Seraphim. You doesn't want to help her. It's just outside of Paris. So <laughs> just outside of Calais. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> French. So Seraphim decides the best way to get you to help her is to challenge Ayamu to a fight. She also knows he's a zombie already. She says this before they start fighting because he turns around and goes, good luck beating me. And she's like, why? Because you're a zombie. And isn't it like, I can smell your sting from miles away? Yeah, something like that. Uh, The fight happens. I mean, he loses an arm at one point. Uh, He gets the better of her in the end because he manages to get hold of her headbutter. And then as she's flying through the air, he throws the arm that she cut off at her. And it... (laughs) Uh, and then also out of nowhere, he gets a morning star to the fucking forehead. Because sometimes you just need to slap a bitch. Even <laughs> if it's le- with an arm that isn't attached to you anymore. <laughs> I do like the throwing star bit where it just hits him directly in the forehead and he collapses it up backwards. To be fair, the French are very well known for their accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> so Seraphim loses in the end. And because she lost, instead of... Instead of disappearing and leaving, she decides to stay and move in with Ayumi, Ayamu, and become his servant, but still call him a lonely maggot. Yeah. It's The total lack of respect, even though technically she's now his servant. Why are you looking at him? I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> I was waiting for him to come out with something. What? I don't know. Because I'm the comedy backbone of this group. No. Then, I was waiting for some sort of sexual reference. Or, yeah, so as, as I moves laying in bed, uh, Seraphim appears in the ceiling. So that's where she's living. She's living up in the ceiling. Uh, she's a bat. She has to hang upside down. Clanging up on the ceiling. <laughs> she tells oh, him that here, you is upset for some reason. Uh, then you get another what flash. That's just a gangster. That just sounded gay. You, you upset is upset for some right. reason, blood. <laughs> That's all I could think of. Is you it? is well upset. <laughs> this is when we get the flashback to what happened to Aimu. We see when he was walking home one day, he heard a scream for help and he saw up in a window of a house blood splattered all over the window. And he went to go and phone the police and then went, now nah, I'll go check it out myself. He realised that it was going to be too late 
if he just didn't go now. I'm pretty sure they also cut to there being blood on the window. I, I'd have thought, that's too late. <laughs> Might late. be a bit too late. Are you okay? <laughs> Tis but a flesh wound. <laughs> now he's dead. <laughs> Walk it off. So are you going nope. in? No, nope, not a... I am a coward. Somebody screamed for help. Uh, not Depends if it. she's bought me coffee or not. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not going into that woman's house. You're not. I saw blood on the window. I'm not going in. Do there. I have my escrima sticks? <laughs> Does he have his right shield and curly sticks? Because if so, yes. Do I have a gun? Yes or no? <laughs> That's the difference between me going in and me not. I'm going in. I mean, that doesn't make any in. difference anyway. Are you finding something to take in with Yeah, you. I'm fucking like, picking some up. Yeah. A, a candelabra or something. A, <laughs> a fucking dustbin lid. A dustbin lid. May I present... <laughs> Your murder scene. <laughs> you're gonna, the, you're gonna try and help. Ah, uh, victim. <laughs> Put my killing to the test. <laughs> Tie a knot around my neck, Sheree. <laughs> and gravity will... will do the rest. <laughs> are we now thinking? We're now thinking more of our. We need to stop. We need to stop. I was stop. sitting there. I was like. Mm. What was it? What a winner! Fucking hell! So he goes into the house, and for some reason he gets frozen to the spot, and then uh, a samurai sword just comes through his back, and there is magic, kills him, and he dies, only to be saved by you. So you, uh, because of the interaction he had with her, for some reason she she likes him, so she took uh, is it pity? pity? Pity on him. Pity on him and brought him back to life. I thought she just didn't like people dying. I think it's a little... Yeah, but then she'd no, go I, around fucking bringing everyone I think she thinks it's natural. Back. I think it's... The entire graveyard's it's just... just <laughs> drop, drop, drop. I feel sorry for you. And you've got you, life and you've got life. <laughs> I believe that's where D&D Raise Undead came from. The entire graveyard. We cut back to them all in the house again. Um, Haran has made lunch this time. And Ayamu complains about it. And she turns to him. Uh, I think she... She does hit him, and she says, suck it up or drop dead. Oh, yeah, and I remember those. This pisses you off, and she slaps Harana. Second time in the anime. And, and Harana's like, what'd you do that for? And she picks up a notepad, and she says, dying is painful, so you shouldn't wish it upon anybody. Was it words can hurt? Yeah. I think that's what she says. Words yeah. can hurt, dying is painful. And Harana, feeling bad, gives her some food, um, and then and sulks off to her room, doesn't she? And it ends with... You see the rain outside, and um, just as it's sort of on a downer, Seraphim turns to Aimu and goes, more soup, please, maggot. And that's how it ends. And we go into episode three. Episode three opens with Harana. She is out killing Megalos. Is um, this the whale one? Yeah, no. Uh, mm. Well, that might come later, but she's on a beach killing Megalos, and then she is confronted by a pudding med- Megalo that she can't cut Oh, this one. Oh, yeah. Turns out she's she's having a dream. She's dreaming. She's dreaming of pudding. This is a big thing in Japan. Pudding. Pudding. Oh, yeah. Their puddings are amazing. To be fair, yeah. Cakes and puddings in Japan look amazing. Also, little squishy, colourful balls. You get them at like sushi restaurants as desserts. See, I always. You know that. Can you remember that that yogurt macaroon? Can you remember that pudding thing that used to flip upside down? Oh, Jello thing. Yeah, the caramel. No, no, caramel. Caramel cream. That's what it just reminds me of. That's what it reminds They're me of. They're so though. gross. 
Do you not like them? No, they're disgusting. I can't remember the last time I had one of them. Fucking hell. Last time I had one of them was probably about three months ago. No one flips them upside down anyway. You just put the tub in your mouth and you go... (laughs) What? (laughs) And then choke. Yeah, and then do that. That's what Jim's dad does. (laughs) (laughs) We cut to Harana. She's run into the fridge. Now she's got had a dream about pudding she wants some pudding she goes to get it and you stops her slaps her around and is like and holds up the notepad and is like no she's pudding you'll ruin your you'll ruin your tea don't take use <laughs> pudding you'll ruin, <laughs> your, you'll ruin your tea dinner to our American audience we, we also get them all playing Jenga as well that's a yeah, weird, weird. That's, that's have a you seen it when they're all using different weapons to knock the Jenga yeah, pieces she out like and... chainsaws one bit out and flies it across <laughs> the room ricocheting off 15 walls yes and we see Aimu at school struggling because there's been like a heat wave and he keeps drying out constantly. He can't even sit, like, he has to have the curtain closed next to him, otherwise he dries out. That's every child that he talks to, isn't He it? puts his hand, like, just into the sunlight in front of his desk. And yeah, he shrivels and his hand up. <laughs> in walks Orito. He has bowling tickets. And asking and, out every girl on yeah. the class. So he fails, <laughs> he fails to get a date uh, and his fallback plan is to invite Aimu, his friend and he goes come on man I'm in need of a bro job yeah I heard that and I completely skipped over that piece <laughs> nothing from you I'm actually surprised no 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 we know you play Soggy Biscuit a bro job cut nothing to, <laughs> cut to the girls playing Twister oh yeah I remember this bit tons of fan service mm-hmm. which the minute you found out they were playing Twister you would expect <laughs> we cut to the bowling alley and at the bowling alley Turns out that all the girls have turned up at the bowling alley as well as Orito and I. I saw that the instant they went to the bowling alley. I was like, that's them right next to them. I know exactly what's about to happen. Uh, This is when Orito gives us a breakdown of his predictions on the underwear styles of each of the girls. So Seraphim is a white panties girl. Harana is definitely wearing stripes. And Yu is most definitely wearing a black thong. I'm not sure if this is controversial. But it's absolutely true. See, Seraphim. Types of girls wear types of underwear. Mm. Types of boys wear types of underwear. What are yours then? Mine. I wear skinny boxers. Oh, I wear skin okay. tights. Yeah. Oh, what the ones? People who wear loose. People who wear those loose boxers. They're freaks. Well, that's me then. That ain't natural. <laughs> he's airing it out. Yeah. No, no he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. Get get that air up there. <laughs> Just, it's like a circulation. It's like aircon. <laughs> what about you? Go on. What you got under the just nothing? Just boxes. Yeah. I was waiting for him to go nothing. Just went like tight Jack Wills. Sort of All snug, right, snug. fucking branded, branded. That's yeah, the one. to be fair, hit us up, Jack Wills. <laughs> so Iru doesn't want Orito to find out that they he knows the girls and that especially that they live with him, or else he'll be over there constantly. So Harana spots him, waves at him. He tries to ignore her. She walks over and he puts that wrestling mask on. Orito as well. He's like, oh, oh that, yeah. that chick's looking at me. And he's, oh, happy yeah, and he's like... <laughs> what was with the McDonald's there? Yeah, I, the I McDonald's. Did, I wrote wrestler McDonald's. I wrote it down, what they actually call it later on. We'll come to it. Iamu turns around and says that he is not Iamu. He's Iamu man. He is the masked Iamu. <laughs> And then he's like, why did I still say Iamu? <laughs> Ends up telling Orito that they live, he lives with them. They live with him. They live That's with him. his house. They live with him. Orito faints, gets up, has a Dr. Popper. A Dr. Popper? I did notice that too. 
go with his pups. And then he turns to Aimu and asks, how far have you got with each of them? <laughs> You've been holding out on me, man. It, I love the fact that his soul leaves his body when he realises <laughs> as well. And then he turns around and goes, well, that's it. I'm going to have to move in with you too, man. And Aimu's like, no, you're not. And he's like, I tell you what, if you beat me in bowling, then I won't move in. But if I beat you, I get to move in. Perfect score. So (laughs) so Aimu completely destroys Orito. It's 100% peak human performance right there. (laughs) That bit is kind of like Kirito. Kirito's like, shit, somebody else is trying to move in on my game. Destroy them instantly. On his harem, yeah. Yeah. After the bowling, Orito says that he has to go to hospital to visit somebody. And his he, burns that he just got from that game. And he, <laughs> <laughs> and he asks Aimu to come with him. This is when we get the introduction to Kyoko, who for some reason likes Aimu. This comes out of nowhere. Literally out of nowhere. They were friends in like junior school or something. Primary right? school, yeah. Basically. And the reason she's in hospital is because she is one of the victims. She got of stabbed, the ripped, stabbed, stabbed. Yeah, so she was a victim of the serial killer. Aimu doesn't remember her. At all. He can't recall why she knows him or he knows her. Not a bit funny. We're all remembering this chick, right? She's, she's your yeah, standard anime girl, is she not? It's like, yeah, she's what you're telling me is she's tidy. <laughs> she's got a nice haircut. A nice haircut. <laughs> Very nice. Puts it up in the ponytails. Because that's what the boys Pigtails, like. Pigtails, actually, it was. Because <laughs> she looks cuter, apparently. That was a bit of a weird one. It was a bit of a weird one, that bit. It made me feel a bit uncomfortable in 2021. <laughs> When Orito leaves, Aimu decides to ask her about the serial killer. He's like... Perfect thing to do to a victim in hospital. So you got stabbed? What do you look like? He's like, (laughs) I have to ask. I'm really sorry, but did you get a look at who it was? Could you tell me anything about them? She describes you. Yeah, I I was like, where's that come from? Yeah. Why? That was a bit out there. You was there after he was killed. Hmm. So you can yeah, you see, could see where he, he you'd have it. that no you would I didn't believe this for a second I was going to say you wouldn't no have point, that shredded down I would bullshit you've been living with him for ages like you're not suspecting why her. kill him to bring him back to life because you feel sorry for him he died army of she wanted a servant and, uh, there's yeah. a, there's easier ways to do that look right I'll say it now she fancied the guy and really wanted to move in with him so are you wanting to be a zombie like him oh yeah like. The yeah. only downside seems to be that you can't Sun. go out in direct sunlight. And I don't right. do that now. So. We all met working nights. I was going to say, like, <laughs> you unbelievably strong, can't die, immortal. I've I'm seen pretty certain can't still die normal immortal. food and doesn't thing. eat brains. Now, later on, the king of the night tells us the downside of being a zombie, but... What's the downside of being a zombie? That you live forever. That eventually life becomes painful because of how much of it you're living. What? He lived too much. I'm pied too hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm damn for I'm this. Being, I'm, I'm good. I'm being like I I would be a zombie. Great, this. yeah, I'm being yeah. a zombie. Yeah. Zomb me up, boy. Zomb me up. Grease <laughs> <laughs> me up, woman. <laughs> Party too hard, definitely. Under Kyoko's bed, Ayumu uh, sees a wooden sword, um, and she says it's for protection. And then she starts to cry to Aimu about how scared she is of the serial killer, i.e. you. <laughs> you looked at me and was like, i.e. you. It's going to happen. I can't help it. To be fair, there's a serial killer at this table. It's, the it's first you. one that's snapping is Jim. It's not me. Yeah. It's the, all the jokes it's the, it's the about quiet my dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's poisoned your brew dog. 
Don't need to poison it. <laughs> I, I set him up. My liver's done. Don't worry about it. Have some more drink. Episode <laughs> some more. <laughs> Episode. That's what I tell you, Dad. Episode three ends with you gargle this. <laughs> you eating the pudding and watching oh, Seraphim. Oh, he eats the pudding. Let me and, tell you. <laughs> and watching Seraphim and Harana like play fighting each other. And we go into episode four. Episode four opens with Harano again. Uh, she's in the kitchen. She's preparing food. Although it's the first time we see her actually chopping like veg and stuff and not making egg. Then she asks Seraphim to help her. We cut to Ayamu again. He's recalling the conversation with Kyoko about you. Then it comes to dinner time and Seraphim puts the pot down of the purple bubbling death pot. She's a vampire. Probably death tastes good to her like that. I think one of them puts chopsticks inside it and it melts the chopsticks uh, and then they throw some of it at the wall and it melts the wall. And then it melts the pot. Well, she says eat it quickly before the pot melts. Ayamu <laughs> drinks it, dies again. <laughs> <laughs> Literally kills the zombie. So yeah, it briefly kills him, um, but he's a zombie, so he's okay. Everything repairs itself. Where does that go? Does that just keep melting through the earth? Because think about it, <laughs> right? it reaches the core. Until it reaches the core, <laughs> then it melts through the core. <laughs> so they end up ordering pizza instead. And Harana mentions that actually the only reason she is in Tokyo is she's looking for toe jam. Then there's a knock at the door, and it's a dog in a trench coat. He's uh, a type of megalo. Uh, it turns out he's a guardian of the underworld. Uh, he turned up because he's come to get Ayamu. Because Ayamu, for some reason, he doesn't know how, escaped the underworld. Finds out that you was the reason why and he backs off. He's like, oh, I didn't realise that you was the one that brought you back. In which case, you can stay. It's nothing to do with me. Well, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Is this guy like part of the agents of Hades? Isn't he, he says that you is like yeah. special. Might, okay. might even be like a daughter of Hades. Hades. Did he just get a hall pass from hell? Yes. Yes. Fucking A. That's why I'm being one of these zombies. Man. Where, I want one of them. A hall pass from hell. <laughs> just going to the toilet. I'd like to come and go from hell as I please. BRB. <laughs> I need a piss. Can I go to the toilet? Yes, you get a hall pass. On earth. <laughs> Imagine Hades' is class. Just pissing around on earth for 10,000 years. It'd be, be a right laugh. It's more than that though, isn't it? Like We're only saying 10,000 years because that guy is 10,000 years old. Like, the people around him are 10,000 years old. Surely what then... What people? What? The other zombie. How old is he? He can't oh, old. Like, he's been around that. for a while. The King of the Night. King is of the night. Because yeah. he's developed extra powers. He's probably been around that long. So the dog in the trench coat what? decides to go. But as he goes, he goes, well, I haven't wasted my trip because um, someone's being killed, like, down the other street down there anyway. So I'll just go <laughs> and collect their soul. <laughs> Do you know what, right? That is so laissez-faire. How do they do that? He's just literally like... Half full. He's like, well, you know, there's just somebody dying down the road. I'll go and pick them up on the way through. So and Ayamu, everybody in that room is like... Oh, all right, fair enough. Ayamu's yeah. not. He's like, I'm going. Runs out of the house. He lands on that rooftop with the dog and the dog guy discusses... Uh, he tells us a little bit about you in that when she heals somebody... She takes on their pain. He said, so it's a big deal that she did what she did because she would have felt death death to bring you back. You know, it's one thing healing somebody of a broken bone or something like that and feeling that pain because to her that probably feels like nothing. But to bring somebody back from death and to have to experience that herself must be really painful. Which begs the question, why did she bring him back? 
He did. He was only nice to her very briefly outside the supermarket. Like maybe that's why. Just a, a simple act of kindness. Yeah. Rewarded with eternal life. So what you're saying is, I just need to be nice a little bit to everybody, and I'll become. If a you see anybody walking around in armor, armor. be nice to them. I mean, I would. It, generally, <laughs> like if somebody was going around in armor, I'm definitely being nice to them. <laughs> He's a knight. He's got to be a knight. What round here? Round here? Round here. He's got to have like a sword in it, hasn't he? Why? <laughs> why does he? Well, that's the only reason why you'd be wearing armor. Ah, yes, those Norfolk Knights. <laughs> those Norfolk Knights. That's the biking group, isn't it? The Norfolk Knights. <laughs> I got a fucking clue. So they arrive too late to the murder scene. The dog guy turns around and says that they've been having a little bit of an issue in the underworld lately because souls aren't going straight to the end. They're not turning up at the underworld. And he says the only way that they don't turn up to the underworld, uh, underworld is if they're sacrificed. This is a plot of Little Nicky, right? No, the they, no, 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 yeah, they, he freezes it, yeah. Little Nicky, so that souls just can't get in. Or R.I.P.D. That's a good movie. Very, no, underrated. Very underrated. Very underrated. So wanted a movie. sequel. So yeah, basically the souls are being consumed and can't make it to the underworld. And he says that they're being consumed by the king of the night. This is when the dog and Ayamu get stabbed. I thought the dog jumped in the way. He, Yeah, he does. Because they get frozen, but he manages to break out of it. But, but they both get stabbed anyway. He jumps yeah. in the way of an immortal person who can't die. So is the dog going to hell and then coming back again? Well, you see, we don't see the dog again. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, so I was thinking that. I'm assuming that the dog's soul... Sacrificed? Sacrificed? I don't know. Well, so, yeah, the dog's soul would be trapped inside her, wouldn't it? Yeah. And but then surely, once she dead... Dies. No, because that doesn't establish if the, if the souls are released or not. But he, before he dies, he turns to Aimu and says, uh, don't let you grieve, in general. She doesn't even know you, so she's not going to be sad. <laughs> sad. Well, he's just a dog boy thing. What is that? Like, seriously. Ayamu gets home. Clifford? I don't know. So the- <laughs> Big red dog. <laughs> so the serial killer kills him again and then just leaves him. Um, eventually he comes round and goes home. When is this fucking serial killer going to learn to finish the job? Double tap. <laughs> Double tap. Double seriously. tap, baby. Turns out that use, use, <laughs> use emotions affect the ribbons of fate. And that again? <laughs> Use emotions affect the ribbons of fate. Blood. Fuck, we're on your name again. The ribbons are intertwining, (laughs) guys. Her words contain massive amounts of magical power. And she has been given eternal youth. And she wears the gauntlets and armour to contain all of these massive, massive amounts of power that she has. That's the reason I wear underwear. And she's got that much power within her that if she was to die, the power would remain in her body and still secrete out even after death. Yeah, I think they said once the body's gone, the power would still be there. The magic is still there. Yeah. So this is, she is telling him this. She, she's sitting there having this conversation with Ayamu and telling him that even after death, she would still be dangerous. But how? And she cries. How would she die? She's immortal, isn't she? Every, there, there's always a way of killing something. Okay. So she cries and Aimu turns around and he says that he'd never hate you. He, why would he hate her just because she's powerful? Like, it doesn't make no difference to him. It wouldn't make no difference to me. Why would that be a bad thing? He'd be like, I've got a, like an ultra powerful best friend over here. I've who, got a fucking Uber mensch my li- best mate. This person tells you to die, you fucking die. Like, that's a good best mate. 
I knew you would like that person. It's Hitler's right hand man. Over here. Yeah. I was about to say. Need Goebbels. <laughs> Goebbels, Goebbels. I can't, I can't help but notice that you looked at me at that moment. Although he did wear some flashy outfits. <laughs> Hugo Boss. <laughs> Genuinely true for our American friends. It genuinely is. The, the Nazi uniform was designed by Hugo Boss. <laughs> See, that's twice now in this show that we've given information. You know, yeah, ninjas and women Hugo Boss. Rode you around. Learn as you go with us. <laughs> Mercedes. <laughs> and sometimes you regress as you go with us as well. <laughs> this is where we get the giant whale megalo. What? Giant whale comes out of nowhere. It's flying through the sky. Iamu transforms. And it rains. Into a magical garment girl. Gets mistletane. Harana, Harana manages to create... a sperm whale? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking of uh, thingy. Nice. Harana manages to create a magical shield over the city so that the whale can't crash into buildings. As you do. Ayamu tells Seraphim to create an incision in the neck of the whale. Flies up high. Gains massive levels of cuteness. His cuteness is beginning to overload. And he does... How is this not space dandy to you guys? It's not. And he does it, a... Fuck, this is the same energy. No, it's really not. It fucking is. And he does a thousand percent power kick to the whale's head and Baby. knocks it clean off. This is not space dandy. That's the is same not. energy. That's the same energy right there. Next bit I didn't get. Episode ends. We cut to Kyoko's hospital room covered in blood. As if I, she's been the killed. The nurse has... They maybe killed the nurse? Wasn't sure. I thought it might be that, because... But her hospital room's just splattered in blood. And you think, oh, Kyoko's died. Yeah, I, yeah at you the time are. I did. You, you'd think she was dead at this point, right? You don't it's come to finish the job. I think that's character. the point, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's supposed to eliminate her as a suspect for the audience. Yeah. And we go into episode five. It doesn't work. Does it not? I thought she no, was dead. No. It doesn't because of one thing. This uh, We've... No, th- one thing about this serial killer, he doesn't finish the job. So why the <laughs> hell has he come back for this one person? <laughs> true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And it's just, they introduced her so late for no reason that you know she's not what she is. True. Seems yeah. to be. So, although in just normal harems, it takes perhaps five or six episodes to build up the harem. In normal harems, this girl's part of that fucking harem. I mean, it's sort of, it takes like three seasons. Yeah, true. After being defeated, he's mm-hmm. like, now come join now me. Now come join me. And she's like, yeah, I guess you're right, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> TBF. <laughs> TBF, you beat me, so I'm joining you. So episode you five. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> episode five opens with Harana and Seraphim kissing. And then Seraphim bites Harana's neck and sucks her blood. This was an interesting scene to come into on this episode. Yep, yeah, well, it came uh, to this. <laughs> 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 and we also see that Ayamu is peeping from the closet. From the closet? Why is he in the closet? <laughs> Have you seen what he wears? Of course he's in the closet. And he he turns I'm to Seraphim afterwards. <laughs> what? He turns to Seraphim afterwards and goes, Oh my God. I need... She says to him that she needs blood to live. Obviously, she's Obviously. a vampire. Yep. That's kind of how and that And he works. goes, well, then why did you make out with her? Apparently, Seraphim's kiss is also an anaesthetic. Most vampires are. There you go. That's law. The vampires have a 
power so, to seduce and then sedate. So they also have a rose in the tower as well. They normally do with their eyes and do the whole. So I, the, the Jack Sparrow thing. Yeah, they, they, they're know. supposed to be able to hypnotize people, yeah. aren't they? So what I'm hearing from this is Captain Jack Sparrow, vampire. Iamu <laughs> then turns around and goes, "Well, if you ever want to, you can suck my blood." Yeah, that's what he meant. <laughs> hey, there's blood there as well. There's blood there. He as was well. about two letters off there, wasn't he? <laughs> Cut to Harana again. Uh, she's trying to transform, uh, which she does very briefly, and then she's butt naked again in her room. Not for long, though, because Aimu comes to collect her for dinner, and she shuts the door on him, and he's like, uh, let me in. Let me in. And <laughs> I got you, he... lads. <laughs> <laughs> he forces the door open. Axe is coming through the door. <laughs> he forces the door open, only to see Harana standing there naked, and she's like, don't look at me, and he's like... Well, there's not much to see anyway. <laughs> to be fair. And so, um, <laughs> if he was not already dead, he would have been there. So she axe kicks him in the head, which is the worst thing you could do when you're butt naked. Yeah. What, a full spread? Yes. <laughs> As Why you're not? looking up at the no, axe no, 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 no. kick. She's just returning the favour. They're both <laughs> providing a full spread. <laughs> <laughs> we cut then to a phone box and we see that somebody is walking up to a phone box in a dark alley. It's all sinister and there's a cat hissing. And there is no there's way. Always a there's always a cat. And there's been puddles in this one as well. Yeah, there has. Also. From Jim watching it. There is, and there is no such thing as a phone booth in Japan. There can't be. I don't know. There's, yeah, there, no, there'd be pay no, phones. No, really? There's got to be. Maybe. What, they've still got pay phones? Look, it's a fucking phone booth, all right? Mm. <laughs> what do you mean they don't have pay phones? They're not having phone booths like that. Why? We don't have them around here anymore. Nothing says sinister like we a have phone ye booths. old There's English red box. phone box. Ye oldie English. <laughs> <laughs> Under a broken flickering lamppost. I'll have you post. know. In old city, they're white. Okay. Always have been. Cut to the girls and they're having a bath. And Aimu is outside the bathroom listening to them and daydreaming about how he wishes he was a fly on the wall. Yeah, that's what he wants to be. Of all the things to wish for. Wish for. Wish for. Wish for. A fly on the wall. Then he gets a phone call, and it's from the head teacher of Harana's magical school. <laughs> Does anyone else notice that she's using paper cups? Yes, I yes. did. <laughs> and paper cups she, and string. <laughs> and she turns around. And, she turns around and says, "I'll tell Harana not to worry about getting me the Kyoto tofu, not Kyofu. the toe jam." Uh, while this phone call's going on, there's a lot of boob play in the bath. Um, standard. Standard harem procedure. Yes, yeah, <laughs> procedure. <laughs> It is. And <laughs> Nothing to see here, just standard stuff. Standard Harry. Checklist is out, yes, I, I see this. Standard booby siding. <laughs> well, there's the standard booby touching. Standard, oh, look at your boobs. Your boobs are smaller than mine. Oh, look, yours are bigger than mine. All the same. It's literally all the same in every Harry. It's a man of experience right there, isn't it? <laughs> He's got a gym seal of approval on that one. <laughs> Iamu continues to have his chat with the head teacher, and they start talking about Harana a bit more. And the teacher tells him that Harana was struggled at the start at school. Um, she was always really forgetful, and she said for the first time ever, though, she managed to remember something, and it was Iamu's name. She never. F- yeah, she was she's like that's the first time. Yeah, she said that's the first time she's ever remembered somebody's name properly because she likes Iamu. Yes. Pretty obvious at this point. For we didn't no need that, reason. did we? You... Standard harrowing procedure. No <laughs> reason to like this dude. No, there really isn't. He stole her powers. He stole. Yeah. But he cooks good food. 
It's literally like... To be fair, no. To be best fair. Best way to the heart. You're fucking the belly. right. Well, You're free fucking food. right. Damn food. right, yeah. And free, listen up, ladies. Free roof over your head. <laughs> yeah. Free food and board in Japan. In Tokyo, Japan, I believe. As it well. is Tokyo. Yeah. It's expensive. We'll take uh, a word for it. I don't know. After his phone call, he gets called again. This time it's Kyoko, though. And she flirts with Aimu a little bit on the phone. And she says, can we go on a date? And he's like, yes. Then we see the phone box again, the phone hanging off of the receiver, and just a figure walking away. It's Kyoko. Well, yeah, fucking clearly, because she was just really? on, she was just on the phone. Mm. <laughs> you don't say. And th- now that we know that she's alive, as well, because the last thing we saw was the bloody hospital room. So, so she's a bad guy. <laughs> clearly, I wouldn't even say she's that much of a bad guy though. This is a harem. They don't really have bad bad guys in this. So they settle on a graveyard as a date location great place I'm, I'm actually in agreement. great place for a date trip advisor take me to a graveyard <laughs> I'll fucking five. wander around the graveyard for four you. out of five let's fucking do this and we also find out that you wasn't happy about him going on this date I'd go around the graveyard you can shake your head all you want I'm, I'm fucking about it for we shouldn't be doing that in the graveyard we've either all, we've all had sex in the graveyard <laughs> no we no. really haven't no, do you mean no no we have literally there's two instant head shakes what do you mean there. no no that's dis- no. disrespectful disrespectful you're yeah. fucking right it is uh, that's summoning boys do not contone contone oh no. I was <laughs> summoning that night you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying <laughs> we don't condone Grayson's behaviour <laughs> well, we really don't <laughs> there was one more stiff in that graveyard oh. that night <laughs> Not for very long, though. <laughs> I'll seconds. have you know that was the best three and a half minutes of her life. Somebody's she died. Yeah. <laughs> she died. She was already dead. <laughs> <laughs> I literally nearly said, and then you pushed her back in the goal. In the goal? In the goal. The goal. <laughs> Either way. Oh, I scored. <laughs> keep that in <laughs> like, yeah. we can like maybe it's a separate thing but we're, yeah. <laughs> on his date as well he turns around as he's going and he sees that Harina has is trying to tag along and she gets caught out and she t- throws a fit and says she's only going to the supermarket he gets to the graveyard he sees Kyoko's there she's got the Kyoto tofu with her because he asked her to bring it and she asks Ayamu out She's like, have you got a girlfriend? He says, no. And she's like, well, can I be your girlfriend? Apply for the position. Yes. <laughs> and what position's that, dear? And, he, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, you can pay me back for the tofu as well. And he's like, how, how would I pay you back? And she walks over to him and she says, you can pay me back by dying. And then stabs him. For the third time. For the third time. <laughs> she thinks she'd learn. <laughs> turns out... At least let him have a go. Turns out she's the serial killer. Shock. Did you even need to say that after she stabbed him? (laughs) And she can also manipulate memory, which is why Orito thought that she was a friend. I mean, that guy, you could have just walked up to him and been like, shall we be friends? And he'd have been like, okay, yeah. Yeah. But she's not only the serial killer. Kyoko is a magical garment girl as well. So she transforms. And we find out that every time she kills somebody, she collects their soul. We don't know about the, the whole life thing just yet. Haruna and Seraphim turn up as they're fighting. And Seraphim tries to help and just gets stopped, blocked completely. Like, Kyoko is too powerful. This is when Ayamu transforms again, gets his magical garment girl uniform on. Seraphim, when she sees him in his outfits, turns around and says, each time you transform, a piece of my soul dies. (laughs) 
I love her little fucking. <laughs> yeah, that There's is so funny. many funny little comments that are made during this whole anime. Turns out Kyoko kills for eternal life. So she says, if you knew that every time you killed someone, you gained all of their life energy and their life, would you not do it? I'm That's waiting what... for you to ask the question of would we all do it? And I can already tell you what the answers are in this room. Maybe. Depends. Mine is definitely not. And yours is like, I'm already doing it. I don't know what you're <laughs> on about. It's not wrong. Are you killing for eternal life? I would kill those that deserve to die. Right. And so you've, as, be- you've become as a my vigilante. Reward, right. I'm gaining eternal life. life. There you go. I'm all right with that. Oh, I'm not going to kill just like anybody. Mm. Fuck off. Fuck off. What are you talking about? Killed like four things on the way but in. Not only does she gain eternal You'd life. you kill a but kitten just she... to gain its fucking years. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> Two years? Sounds good. <laughs> Moving on. He's not saying no, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's not saying no. They come up with some sort of plan to try and defeat Kyoko. So Ayamu grabs hold of Kyoko. Seraphim then stabs through him into her. They think they've killed her. She gets up. Turns out that she she's not immortal, but she still has another ten lives she remaining. She put another quarter in. That's what she did. She's a Voldemort. Yeah. This is when the episode finishes. The Voldemort's <laughs> immortal for as long as the Horcruxes are alive. A, a Horcrux survives. It's a piece of you, isn't it? Yeah, it puts a piece of his soul in it. Yeah. yeah. But at the cost of someone else's life. Yes. So you arrives, and that's how the end uh, episode ends. And we go into the last one, episode six. It opens with Kyoko trying to attack you. She never really does anything, does she? This just doesn't work. Like, you stops all of her attacks and she starts going proper psycho girl at this point Kyoko she gets that look in her face you know the, the typical psychotic yep. eyes bags under the eyes sort of thing yeah the, the wide gestures yeah she and his pants came off mm-hmm. standard <laughs> standard behaviour standard hurry procedure <laughs> then you takes hold of Mistletane and transforms into a magical girl why yeah I didn't understand why I think that's just fan service right there yeah, just, that's a fan service moment. Probably, right? it doesn't a, change if you anything. wanted to cosplay this, uh, yeah. Sheenie at one point wanted to cosplay him in the magical McGarment. Oh, wouldn't that be funny? Fucking hilarious! I wanted to do the the um, thingy from Pants on the Head guy. Oh, uh, oh my god, Shimanita. Shimanita, thank Thanks. you. I'd have totally done that. I'd have been a fucking right giggle. Would have been funny. You I've can done, do it. You can I've still done, do it. I've done Rocky Horror in full outfit. I ain't got no I'd fucking magical garment girl. That'd be funny. Yeah, I I think you'd be hilarious as a magical garment girl. Yeah, but he actually does look like it. Though. He genuinely does. Yeah, like, right. he, he'd probably be like, "Damn, I look good in this." <laughs> <laughs> Sheena used to fa- <laughs> just strutting in the mirror, <laughs> strutting down the road. Whose ass is that? That's mad. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyoko is becoming excited at the prospect of killing you and taking all of you's power. That's what she wants to do. She's not going to do this. I was going to say, she, the real, how has the realisation not hit her that she's not powerful enough to hurt you? Like, all those point? attacks. She could have no. all the lives on the planet. She ain't fucking touching this No. Girl. So you ends up leading Kyoko away from the rest of the group so that she can get her, I guess, out of earshot. Yeah, that does kind of make sense. Although... Yeah. One thing doesn't make sense about that, and I'll come to it in a minute. And this is when, as they're standing at the foot of the tree, you opens her mouth and says, die. 
She doesn't say it. You don't see the words. You see the the you don't text. Hear it. The script just, is written yeah. in front of you. Yeah, which is really good, by the way. I and really they change like every single time. It's very cool. Yeah, and not only that, but the tree that she's standing on instantly dies, and all the leaves fall. Now I raise my hand on this because she tried to get out of earshot, and the tree died. Does that mean the tree has ears? <laughs> <laughs> the trees have ears. Well, tree's like, hold on a second. What? <laughs> the trees. Are... <laughs> what a lovely day! All right. <laughs> Oh, look, there's two people behind me. Oh, what's she... <laughs> it is! Tree, like... Trees are alive, aren't they? Plants are alive. Yeah. But then, obviously, everything around... No, no. They don't have they... ears. Oh, yeah, no, they I don't have ears. So the tree dies. But <laughs> I get it. It was a representation of death. Yes. But also, like, all of the area around them should have died as well. Yes, it should Up have. Yeah, it should have created some sort of, like, AOE sort of thing. <laughs> what, what now he's them? thinking of somebody who happened to be walking past, aren't you? <laughs> Graveyard guy, go around. <laughs> hey, up! It's Lee with his fucking lantern. <laughs> What's all that noise? It's the guy. <laughs> that, well, it's that it. guy from Akira. It's the it's got no, a new job. It's the guy and the postman. He's got a safe job in a graveyard. There's no one he can hurt. I'm at working all. at night now. No one's around. <laughs> it's just me and the dead. <laughs> Literally nothing can harm me. I'm just doing my, r- my rounds, checking everything's Could okay. Daddy put me to bed. No, he's at work, son. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you two, what are you doing? Nah. <laughs> oh no, what's he just said to me? <laughs> Why has he got me? Of course he is, he's in a graveyard at night. Go on, love and come now. He's got... <laughs> There's two girls over there. <laughs> I'm just digging my grave over here. Why don't go Australian? straight <laughs> digging my grave over here, mate. Mother, he hasn't come. Daddy hasn't Mama. come home yet. <laughs> He'll be home soon. No, he's just fell in the grave that was dug for him Where's by him. Papa? <laughs> That's the best thing, right? He's already, you know, once he dies, he just falls into the grave as well. Next person takes over. <laughs> That's the Australian guy. Isn't he? I love the fact he thinks it's like take a ticket. Oh, the grave digger's dead. Number forty-two. It's your turn. Go on, blow it. We'll go. No, what's he just say over there? <laughs> All right, what we bloody well do over here? I'll dig this up. In comes the next cop. In comes the Australian guy. Australian guy rolls straight in behind him. Fucking love those Australian guys. <laughs> He's a roided up Australian. Australian. God, Jesus. Well, at least he's safe We're in his job. We're managing to offend all members of the world. <laughs> I know. We I'm sure our yet. two Australian fans really hate us for it. So Kyoko gets back up again, and this is when there's a whole repetition thing, and you just keep saying, die. She stands up, she says, die again. Uh, And all the while, you is experiencing massive amounts of pain as well. Are you okay? I was just thinking of that guy, he's just like on the edge, he's right on the edge, he's (laughs) fell into the grave because he's actually, you know, he's only been hit sort of by it, so he's only hurt. (laughs) He's sort of by death. (laughs) He's only half dead. Half dead. He's (laughs) half dead. (laughs) Crawling. He's just got a dead arm. He's he's (laughs) crawling out out of the grave. Crawls back out the grave. What was that though? No. Only his erection was over the line. (laughs) (laughs) So that's died. So that's Lee (laughs) in the graveyard. Kyoko gets up for like the fifth or sixth time. And this time, when you says die, it doesn't work. 
This is because Kyoko has stuffed her fingers so far into her ears that she's ruptured her own eardrums so that she can't hear you. Neither could the tree. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't save the tree. (laughs) It had so many leaves, that's why. The leaves are its eardrums. (laughs) What? Well, you saw them all go... And Kyoko walks over to you, grabs hold of her, and self-destructs. So uh, she unleashes all of her magic in one burst. Becomes a fucking Voltorb. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And you goes down. This pisses Iron off. Why are you looking at me? This pisses all of them off when they see this. So they've just been chilling, watching. As you do. And they all decide to attack at once. Kyoko blocks them. Like They can't get her. She's become too powerful now that she's downed you. Then she stabs herself. Resets herself, yeah, basically. Yeah, and basically, yeah. So it fixes her perforated eardrums um, and all her wounds. And she's like, ah, oh, it's easier to fight now that I can hear properly. This is when Aimu once again transforms into a magical garment girl. And he just won't go down. So she attacks him and he just keeps walking forward constantly until he... Just about gets to her, then he goes down. She tries to hit him with her sword and he catches it. Snap, smashes it, squeezes it and breaks the sword, shatters it. She loses her magical girl outfit because her sword is broken. So if you break the woman the we- thing... The magical weapon, the <coughs> magical garment goes to. Yeah, I'm guessing so. He then makes a speech about how he wasn't really alive until he died. This is a speech you'd kind of expect... Based on the show, right? Yeah, yeah kind like, of, yeah. Th- This speech was due at some point where yeah, he was going to yeah. say, I've never really lived until I died. It was expected. And then from the ground, he chainsaws Kyoko. This next bit is brutal as fuck, by the uh, way. Yeah, and then he just... she. Well, she loses one life because of yeah, that. Yeah, he just starts... And then she's like, no, her. no, please stop. And he's like, no, you didn't stop with all the other people. Yeah, he starts attacking her and just chainsawing her and there's screaming and there's blood. The screaming is fucking horrendous. Yeah, well, well voice acted. Well right? voice acted. Yeah. Yeah. Because even I went... in the nuts to do that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. When that happened, I was like... Ooh. Yeah, savage, isn't it? Yeah. And then it gets to the point where you see her face and she's terrified. And she's scrambling backwards and she's pleading... She's got no more lives left. Ayamu is like, I don't care. You didn't show your victims. You didn't show me any mercy. Or me any mercy. And he goes for a mega punch. And he smashes down right next to her head. Who thought he killed her? Yeah, I thought so. Do you think he he just... I thought it was just like full on one punch man, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Exploded her head. Yeah. No, so he purposely misses. Leaves her unconscious on the floor. And he goes over to you. And he Why did she go unconscious? Out of fear? Maybe. Passed out? Exhaustion. Yeah. And he goes over to you. She just and, died like and, 17 times. And I'd you, be fucking tired too. She had 10 lives. She died 9. So. And so that makes all the difference. Yeah, makes all did. the difference. And you turns around to Aimu and is like, well done, servant. Instead of saying... Well done. Thank just, you. Just thank you. I think yeah. actually she goes to say thank you. Yeah, and, and then she's, she's like, like, well done, servant. And then ask what's for dinner. Then the head teacher turns up and she turns to Ayamu and she's like, it's a good job you didn't kill her, one of my students, because then I would have had to have killed you. You think she's got the power to do this? I don't think so. I don't think she I've seen her. I think it's a bluff. I've seen her throughout this and I'm like, you're not powerful enough. 
I don't think she could have killed. I think there's only one person who can kill Ayamu, and that's you. Thank you. <laughs> you kept looking at me. I was like, mm. what, what am I supposed to look at when I say this? Look at the wall. There's Just... only one thing good, powerful enough to kill Ayamu. You. <laughs> <laughs> he looked down at his own crotch. <laughs> one punch. <laughs> <laughs> the one burst, man. Super serious. Super serious thrust. I was going to say super serial. <laughs> super serial, guys. Mambo pig. And the head teacher turns around and goes, I'm going to take Kyoko uh, with me because um, I think she needs some re-education. That sounds like shock therapy. Kyoko gets it did. <laughs> Kyoko gets up, but it's not Kyoko anymore. And she's possessed by the king of the night. And he says, basically, that he's going to be back. And he disappears and takes Kyoko's body with him. We don't actually physically see him. Who named him the King of the Night? Self-claimed title. I think. Oh, I was about I to think, say, think, it's self-proclaimed. Yeah. And it turns out that we find out that he's a zombie. And that you had created him before Ayamu. That's all we and find thought, out for now. thought she killed him as well. Yes. She thought she killed him. How do you think you killed someone? Well, actually, to be fair, we've met the serial killer, actually, from earlier. She thought she killed this guy, like, twice. Yeah. Three times. Three times, yeah. And it just ends with you turning around saying that she writes down on her pad that she doesn't dislike her life at the minute. So we're six episodes in. Uh, how are we feeling about Is This a Zombie? I quite like it. It's not my favourite thing, but yes, it is good. I enjoy it. It's good. This is worth a watch. So so far, because it doesn't take itself seriously, there is a story there. Uh, you know, they're trying to establish a big bad, the King of the Night. Um, I think they do the fan service they better They balance than, it well. This, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's very well balanced. It's, it's very, very clearly there, yes. but it doesn't affect the show. Yes. If you take it out, it's not missing anything. Yeah. You put it in, it's not affecting anything. But there, but there are some shows that you can get, some animes that you can get, where they put fan service in, and it doesn't give anything to it. Um, that's the you know that happens to some shows, and then there's also those other shows where they put so much in that it's just overbearing. I don't think I think they found a good balance in this. You know, for fan service, this is one of those annoying ones where you're like, you can tell somebody who doesn't like anime, oh, this is a great show, and then they'll see it and just be like, are you really serious? It's one of those that if your parents walk in, you I'd go. I've never described this as a great show. But it's, no, 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 it's one of those. It's that, good because it's not serious. Yeah, that's the point. But it's also good enough for you to not just put on in the background and not pay attention to, if that makes sense. No, because there's some shows that you'd put on and then you'd fucking flick through your phone or do something mm-hmm. else. This you still give attention to. Yeah. So it's good enough to hold you there for that. It's not laugh out loud. No, it's no, funny. None, you know, none of the moments so far have been laugh not, out loud. But it doesn't. Hurt your belly funny. But, um, there, there, I mean, there is a moment that comes <laughs> later on that, that did actually make me it, laugh. It out broke loud. me. Yeah. It yeah. broke yeah. me. We all laughed. I had a proper chuckle at that. No, not the tentacles. <laughs> not, no, the tentacles. not that one. The there's a better made one. Me that, that made me chuckle a little bit, but there's another bit later on there's that really made one. me laugh. But, <laughs> and that genuinely made me laugh. But so far, I've just enjoyed the characters, and six episodes in, you're still in. Yeah. And that's probably the best recommendation we can give it, really. Yeah. Yeah, um, we very just often a, now have shows a solid where show. well, we have shows these uh, these days where we're like six episodes in and we're like, 
Yeah, I don't want to. Right, please stop with it. And this is like I want to watch the rest of this. Yeah, but you're happy to watch the rest of this. I want to watch the rest of this. I'll never watch it again in my life. No, no, no. And you're not. You're not dying to find out what happens next or anything like that. But you're just like, if your list is is short, this is something to go for. Yeah, hundred percent. If yeah, if you've gone through all the mainstream stuff and you're now looking for your next sort of set down, this is one of those. And on that note, it's time for us to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time where we finish Is This a Zombie with episodes 7 to 12 and then the OVA. If you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at How Not to Summon or join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast. I've been Sheenie Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later. See you. Ta-ra. Thank you.